Welcome to the truth about network marketing. Are you ready? And welcome back to the truth about network marketing. This is Coach Miguel, your host, and you're listening to episode number 40. Today, we're going to be talking about how to master duplication in your network marketing business. How do you master duplication? It's one of the questions, one of the, one of the magic questions, one of the most asked questions, frequently asked questions, FAQ in this network marketing industry. How do you duplicate, 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 duplicate? You know that the money's not made when you bring people in. That's how you start. The money's really made when you have duplication. So how do you master duplication in your network marketing business? That's exactly what we're going to be talking about today. Man, I'm loving today. Today's Friday. Beautiful day here in Seattle, Washington. For some reason, I don't know why, but for some reason, I'm uh, like I'm starting to say Seattle, Texas. I don't know why, because I'm from San Antonio, Texas. Now I live in Seattle, Washington. Maybe it's the love for both. I have no idea. But I'm saying, like, anytime that I, you know you buy something online or and you're filling stuff out, uh, you should put city Seattle, state Texas. <laughs> I have no idea why. It's something, and I, every time I gotta correct, I'm like, damn it. You know, I gotta change this damn thing. Uh, beautiful day here. I don't know where you're at. Wherever you're at, uh, the, the the beautiful thing about Seattle is that the sun comes out really early in the morning. It's different than Texas. In Texas, the sun comes out. In San Antonio, the sun comes out around maybe 6.30, 6.45, you know, in the morning. Here, at 5 o'clock in the morning, the sun is already out. Like, it's coming out of the, of the horizon. You can see the sun coming out already. So by the time that I'm driving here to work, you know, I drive here to work like at around 4.30, 4.35, 40. Uh, you know, it's kind of clear, it's beautiful, but it's kind of quiet as well, you know, so it's, I'm, I'm loving it. I'm having a great time so far uh, today on Friday. I hope you're having a great time. So today we're going to be talking about how to master duplication in your business. How do you master duplication in your network marketing business? So let me just go ahead and get get straight to is straight to the point, right? Because every now and then I'll get somebody that says, "Coach, man, just go, come on, just give it to me straight." How do you, you know stop talking? Sometimes I tend to talk a lot and I tend to give examples, and then at the end I'll give you the answer, right? I'm just gonna tell you the answer right away. Look, how do you master duplication in your network marketing business? Simple. Here's the answer: fix your marketing and fix your sales. Simple as that. Okay. I want you to think about something. Network marketing success takes about three steps. There's one, two, and three steps. I don't know why or how other people came up with seven steps and 11 steps and 20 steps to network marketing success. Dude, shut up. It's three steps. It's three simple things, and that's what it is. And if you can focus on these three things, you're going to win. And I've talked about them a few times already in my podcast. Number one is what we call marketing, right? What does marketing mean? Well, you got to market people and you got to attract them. I personally call it attraction marketing on automation because attraction marketing on automation is a strategy that gets people to come to you and chase you. You find them on automation, you qualify them on automation, and they schedule an appointment with you on automation, right? So they're chasing you. They're telling you, hey, Mark, whatever your name is, hey, coach. Uh, give me a call this day and this time. I want you to tell me about your network marketing business. What do you have to offer? I'm looking for one. I want to see if what you have to offer is, is going to fit my needs. 
And then you just gotta call them at the damn time they request, and then you gotta do your presentation, which is the second step. What is the second step is selling the presentation. You got to talk about your company, whatever the company is. Got to talk about the company, the products, the compensation plan, how much money they could make, blah, blah, blah. Then you got to handle some objections. Everybody's going to have some objections for the most part. There's always going to be some objections. So you got to learn what to say when somebody says, oh, uh, let me think about it. Oh, uh, uh, too much money. You know what? I'll get back to you. Thank you. Thank you for your time. I'll get back to you. Oh, uh, oh man. Um, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk to my wife. I'm going to talk to my husband. I'm going to see what's up, right? I'll get back to you, by the way. You got to learn what to say when those objections come. By the way, those are not real objections. It's what we call RDR. Reactionary defense. Um, it's, it's a reactionary defense mechanism, right? Essentially what it is, it's, 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 it's a, like... I want you to think about it this way. You go to the mall. You go shopping. Somebody comes, uh, comes, somebody comes up to you, some of the, uh, uh, one of the sales per, uh, person, one of the salespeople, and says, hey, can I help you find anything? And what's the first thing that you say? Oh, I'm just looking. Right? Isn't that what we all say? At least most people say that. Some people are like, oh, yeah, I'm looking for this, you know? But for the most part, I was taught to say, oh, I'm looking, thank you. I'm just looking. Thank you. And they're like, oh, okay, okay, thank you. You know, let me know if you need anything. I'll be here. What is that? What is that? Uh, like, hey, uh, I'm just looking. Thank you. Are you really there to look? You're there to buy. But what is that? Hey, I'm here just to look. Why do you say, why do those words come out of your mouth? That's the RDR. Reactionary defense uh, response. RDR response. Reactionary defense response. It's a response right? That is going to, it's just a reaction. Like you don't think about it. It's something that you just say. It's kind of like, it's kind of like you're playing with, uh, with fire and you burn yourself. What's the first thing that happens? Like, boom, you take your hand out because you get burned. It's a reaction. You don't think about it. It's like, oh, let me see. Should I take my hand out or not? No, dude, you're freaking burning. It's a reaction. You don't think about it. It's a reaction and it's called a reactionary defense. Why? Because you want to defend yourself. Anytime that we go shopping, we're always careful, right? What happens when somebody goes to your house? They knock on your door. What happens? What do you do? What's the first thing that you do? I remember my mom, man. <laughs> my mom's so hilarious. You know, when that would happen, my mom would tell me, shh, like, shut up, like, don't move, don't move. <laughs> it's like, it's like somebody's about to kill us or something. It's like, well, what's going on, mom? It's just a salesperson. You can say no. But we just tend to hide from them, you know, like the uh, man, what do you call those people that knock on doors and, you know, they talk about religion, they talk about the Bible and stuff. I forgot those people, man. But, you know, like people are like, man, don't answer the door. Why? Because it's just a response. Like it's a defense. It's a defense, right? We don't we don't want to talk. We don't want to be uncomfortable. We think that selling is uncomfortable. So that's really what people are doing. You know, I, I think it's so funny. Like anytime that you go through a, a presentation, I don't know, you know, correct me if I'm wrong. This is what happens to me. Okay. A real story, like true story. This happens like 99.9% .9 of the time. This is where you're doing your presentation. Tell me if this happens to you. It's hilarious. You know, you're doing your presentation, man. You're laughing with the other person. Like, you're both engaged. You're like, oh, yeah, man, that makes sense. Oh, my God, dude, that's so cool. Uh, you know, you go to the whole thing. And then at the end, when you start talking about money, when you start talking about, oh, this is the program, or this is how much money it's going to cost. 
out of nowhere. I don't know why, for, for the most part, everything just goes serious. Do you ever realize that? Has that ever happened to you? Whether you're on the selling side, right? So the one that's selling, the one that's presenting, maybe on the other side. Maybe you go went and bought a, uh, bought a, uh, a house or a car or you bought whatever. And you're in the middle of a presentation, you're in the middle of something, and then it's time to talk business, it's time to talk numbers. I don't know where people just get like serious, man. It's like, damn, like wh wh where was the happy person that I was just talking about? Out of nowhere, people are like, oh, yeah, oh shit, you know, money, mm -mm, money. It happens. It happens. Why? Because people tend to get nervous when it's time to make decisions. That's the reality. It's tough to make decisions. This is why people tell you, oh, uh, okay, I'll, I'll think about it. I'll think about it. That's not really, it's not that they, they got to think. There's nothing to think about. They saw the program. They know how much it costs. They know how much money they have in the bank. What, what is there to think about, really? I want you to think about this, right? Thinking is, it takes seconds. I want you to think of, uh, of an elephant. Think of an elephant right now. Boom. You just thought of an elephant. The whole I got to think about it is bullshit. It's a reactionary defense response. It's an RDR. Right? It's an RDR. It's something that just some, somebody just comes, comes up with it just because they want to protect themselves. Because they think that they're about to be pitched. They think that there's going to be pressure. You know, and they just want to get out of that place where there's pressure and they have to make a decision. Once again, people don't know how to make decisions. People are scared of making decisions. People are scared of making commitments. Right? So this is why it gets so like, ooh, man, so nervous. Like we were having so much fun and now we got to talk about money. Now we got to make decisions. And then they tell you, oh, you know, I, I got to talk to my wife. Man, that's, that's not really. You don't have to talk to your wife. Nobody has to talk to their wife, their husband. I know I'm, I'm a husband. I can say that. I can say shit about having kids because I got no kids, so I'm not going to get there. But I'll talk about having a husband and a wife, right? So, you don't really have to think about it. There's nothing to think about. You've already, you have all the information already. You know, maybe, oh, maybe I have to do more research on you because I don't trust you. I want to go online. I want to see what people are saying about you. That's just, that, that could be valid. I've had that done a few times, you know. A few times, not many, but a few times. But the whole, oh, it's, it's too much It's too much money. I got to think about it. Dude, those are RDRs, right? So now we're going to be another day. We're going to be talking about selling because that's all about the presentation and RDRs and how to handle those things. And, you know, one thing that I always talk about when there's an RDR, I talk about three things. Number one, acknowledge, right? Now, you know that it's an excuse. You know that it's an excuse. Is that, ah, man, there's nothing to think about. There is nothing to think about. You know it's an excuse. It's an RDR, right? However, you don't have to tell them, oh, dude, you're just making an excuse, whatever. You don't really have to. Nah, you never want to do that. That's not selling. That's not being a professional. Here's what you want to do, okay? Number one, you want to acknowledge. Somebody tells you, man, I got to think about it. Dude, I'm with you. I'm with you. I totally respect that. I understand you got to think about it. Most people like to think about it. Hey, I'm totally with you. Number one acknowledge agree 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 with about it. you got to think about it sure go think about it man i'm totally with you yes 
you should, right? Number two, you got to disregard because you got to think about that that is an RDR. So number one, agree with them in their own world, in their own mind, they're right. So agree with them. I'm with you. It's okay. I get you. Number two, go back in your own mind and no one understand that that's an RDR. So just disregard. It's not real. It's not a real thing. They're uncomfortable. They don't want to make decisions, right? And they just want to get out of that uncomfortable situation. So just disregard. And then handle, right? Handle and refocus the objection. So refocus and put the energy in the actual value. Because people, that's when people are like, oh man, do I have a few thousand dollars? Do I have, man, but I don't have a few thousand dollars. Like, I don't know, what am I gonna do? Am I gonna have a few thousand dollars? They're thinking about what they what they can do, you know? They're thinking about what, like, why they, they're giving, they're trying to find excuses why they shouldn't do it. That's a reality. They're trying to find excuses why they shouldn't do it. What do you wanna do? You wanna put the focus in why they should do it. Right? Hey, listen. Is there anything else, any other investment right now that you're making that is actually going to make you money? No. Okay. This is the one investment that's actually going to make you money, isn't it? Yes. So what you're trying to do is you're trying to put their focus in the positive things, in the value, in what they're going to get, in the opportunity. Right? Now, you should have asked some questions previously. That's something that we always talk about. You know, when it comes to the presentation, there's some questions, uh, fact-finding. You always want to find where they want to go and what's the biggest problem they have. Because in the closing, when you're about to close, you always want to go back to that. You always want to go back to the dream that they have and the obstacle that's blocking them to get into that dream. You know? So if it's a car that I'm selling, I'm always like, hey, man, you know, you want to you wanna buy this car, not just, not because... Um, you know, not, not really because uh, uh, you want to show off, really just because you want to feel good with yourself, right? And you know that driving that car that you have right now, it doesn't make you feel good. So let me ask you, are you okay with continue to live that life? Or are you ready to start feeling good about yourself? Right? Because that's the information that they gave me at the beginning. Right? So, man, this, this whole selling thing is, is, is like, it's, it's a lot of fun. When, when, you, when you know what you're doing, when you learn the psychology behind it, um, it's really fun and, uh, and, and you'll start making a lot more connections. So, but that's the selling part, you know, Let, let's, let's take it back real quick. Let's take it back uh, because we started talking about duplication. The way to fix your duplication is that you gotta fix your marketing and then you gotta fix your selling. What do I mean by that? Well, think about it. You have a network marketing business, right? Let's say that your marketing strategy is to go send messages to people on Facebook groups. So then that's what you do. You go to Facebook groups and then you start sending messages one at a time. Boom, boom, boom. Hello, hi. Message, second message, third message, fourth message, fifth message. You start sending all these messages, right? And then you start talking to people about your business opportunity. Nobody wants to talk to you. They go away, they never answer. They're not interested, right? But maybe you get that one person that's like, ah, maybe I'll listen to you, I'll hear you out. Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. Now, back to the show. And then they're like, yeah, you know what? I guess I'll join, you know? 
And now you have your first person. Guess what you're going to do? Now it's time to duplicate. And how are you going to duplicate? What does duplication mean? Think about the word duplication. Duplication means to duplicate. Let me go ahead. <laughs> that's, that's not, I just feel so stupid. Duplication <laughs> definition. Oh my goodness. Let me see. Duplication, the action or process of duplicating something. Man, it's the same damn thing. Freaking Google tell you the same damn thing. So duplication is to duplicate, is to bis, is to do it again. So if you did this action, you have to duplicate that action. Therefore, you tell your downline to go do the same thing. Hey, go to Facebook groups, go to Facebook groups, go to Facebook groups, and go message everybody. And that's what they do. They go to Facebook groups, they talk to one person, they talk to another person, they talk to another person, they talk to another person, and so on and so on. And before you know it, they don't get any results. Because it's a marketing strategy that's broken. It doesn't get results. It gets minimal results. Now, how do you keep people? Here's what you want to do. You want to have a system that gets them quick wins. Quick wins. That's the best way to, that's the best way to go about it. The, the, the more confident, the more secure they, they, they feel, the more money they make, the more confident they are about your business. The more confident they are about staying with you. Getting them results. That's it. If you get them results, they will stick with you. They will stay with you. Quick wins. Quick wins. So the problem is that they come in, they use a broken strategy that doesn't work. Almost didn't work for you. Is going to almost not work for them. Now, some people have a little bit more persistence than others, right? Other people have just a little bit of persistence. So you show them the strategy doesn't work. Boom. They're like, ah, this thing doesn't work. Bye. Next. And they leave. So the best way to master duplication is to have a very strong and robust marketing first. You want to have a great marketing strategy, a strategy that gets, I found attraction marketing on automation. It gets people to chase me instead of me chasing them. It's a, it's a few automation systems, right? These two automation systems together, they find hot prospects for me, they qualify them for me, and then these people schedule appointments with me. All of it on automation. I don't have to go post on Facebook. I don't have to send messages. I don't have to do podcasts. Like I do this podcast not to get like, I don't do this podcast to get business. I do this podcast too. So people can hear my voice and people can learn a little bit more about me and people can, you know, they're like, Oh man, this guy's legit. He actually has a podcast, you know, because the more that you hide behind the, the, the screen, you know, the less, the less real it becomes. But now they see my face everywhere. They see my book. They see my podcast. They see the website. They see all this stuff. It's like, oh, okay, this guy's legit. He knows what he's talking about, right? This podcast doesn't, you know, can you monetize the podcast? Of course. Yeah, sure. Now, I don't know how to do that. But if you go to Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, whatever, maybe YouTube, go to YouTube. That's a place where you get answers. Go to YouTube, how to monetize your podcast. You know, you got to grow an audience first. You know, I don't have that big of an audience yet. I have a very small audience. Probably have about maybe, I think last time that I checked, I think it's like 15, 20 people listening to every episode. So if you're listening to this episode, whether you're watching live or on the podcast, hey, thank you. You're one of the 20. 
<laughs> so thank you. It takes time to build it. It takes a lot of it takes a lot of work, right? So building a podcast is not going to help you with a business, at least not at the beginning. It's not going to be a quick win. Why? Because man, you got to set up everything. You got to set up the you got to buy the material, you got to buy the equipment. You got to uh, set up the automation stuff. You got to uh, uh, the uh, you know, the podcast uh, settings, like I don't even do that because I have a team that does it for me, right? Um, so I, I don't even know what what, what does it take. I, I, I'm, I'm guessing that there's like a few websites where you, you know, I have one app where that, that records it. I got to do my, I got to get my headset. I got to get my podcast set, you know, and then I got to find the topics. I have topics already picked out up to like 50, uh, episode 50. I have 10 more episodes. I got to come out with new epi- new uh, episodes right now. So I got to look at the feedback that people are giving me. I got to see what they want me to talk about. Uh, then I got to do the actual podcast itself. Uh, you know, I'm, 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 I'm blessed to have a team that actually edits the podcast and adds the intro and, and blah, blah, blah. I mean, you know, and then posts it for me. Like, But, but if, if you don't have one that you're going to have to do that yourself, like doing a podcast is not, it's not a good strategy to get a quick win. It's something good that I believe that everybody should do so that you put your voice out there. People know that you're real, but it's not going to get you a quick win. Writing blogs, you're like, oh my God, I'm going to write a blog. Okay. You write a blog and then you got to send traffic to it. So how are you going to send traffic to it? Are you going to do SEO? But SEO takes months in order for you to rank at the top, right? It's going to take you a long time. So SEO is a long-term game. You're not going to win with SEO right away. Maybe you can do some ads. Now you're going to start getting traffic. You're going to start getting clicks. But then how are you going to recruit? Like you you get an ad, you drive that to your blog, and then what happens? What's the next action? You want to recruit, right? So you need to get in front of somebody. So maybe the call to action is to call you, to email you, to send you a message, uh, to schedule an appointment with you. Like what, what is it? You know, whatever strategy that you use, you got to make sure that it's something that gets you quick wins, right? That's the beautiful thing about attraction marketing on automation. Somebody schedules an appointment with you. You give them a call at the damn time to request. You know they're serious. You know, you know that because they've been through an entire qualification process. I don't talk to anybody that's not qualified. I don't like it. I got tired of doing that already. I got tired of uh, talking to people that are not qualified. They're always coming up with excuses about time and about money, about this and this and this. I let my automation system do that for me. I don't have to talk to people that are not qualified. I don't want to. I don't have the time. I have limited time. I can only talk to the people that are serious. So first, you got to find the strategy that is going to be a robust, robust marketing strategy that's going to get you quick wins. That's going to get people coming to you. Now that you have that, you're like, oh, here it is, downline. You can get your own appointments. Here it is. You can get a quick win. And then the second part that you have to master, if you want to master duplication, you got to master marketing. And then the second thing is you got to master sales, right? You got to learn how to sell, period. This is selling gig. You have to present. You have to persuade. That's what selling's all about. Selling's all about persuasion. I love it when somebody tells me, no, 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 that's not true, coach. I'm not a salesperson. Guess what you're doing? You're persuading me that you're not a salesperson. You're selling me that you're not a salesperson. Isn't that the biggest irony in the freaking world? <laughs> I think that's so funny. I want to put one of those little tables outside of university. Uh, you know, those tables that says, you are a salesperson, change my mind. 
Because it's tricky, right? Because the moment that you start changing my mind, you're trying to persuade me to change my mind. Therefore, you're selling me. Therefore, you are a salesperson. Like, it's like the moment that you pick up the mic, like, you already lost. You know? I want to do that one day. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I got to find a good... Maybe I, maybe I want to go back to a university that I uh, graduated from. University of Texas in San Antonio, UTSA. So... That's how you master your duplication. Master the marketing. Get a marketing machine that gets people to come to you. Uh, number two, master the selling part of it. You have to have a very strong script. Very strong script. You got to learn what to say, right? For me, it's a five-step process. And by the way, we've already done another episode where we talk about these five things. Number one is the greeting. Simple. Everybody knows how to greet. Number two, people skip number two. Number two is the purpose, right? Hey, so the purpose of this call is this. In the next 30 minutes, we're going to do this. The goal in the next 30 minutes or 45 minutes or an hour or 15 minutes, whatever, is to do this, is to help you accomplish this. Because you want them to be in a call, you want them to know exactly what they're there for. Number three is the fact finding. This is where you get to ask the questions. This is where you let them talk. This is where they tell you everything about their life, who they are, what the pains are, what the dreams are, what the struggles are, everything that you need to know about them. Number four, you go into the actual presentation. That's where you talk about your company, your compensation plan, and blah, 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 and blah, like everything else, you know, and how much you get paid, and this is, this is how you build, and blah, 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 right? And then at the end, you close. You close with a question, right? Have you seen enough to make a decision? Have you seen enough to make a decision? Another question that I like to ask is, hey, from a scale of one, on a scale of one to 10, one being, nah, thank you, coach, but this is not for me. 10 being, dude, I'm ready to sign right now. Send me the link. Where are you? Where are you in that spectrum? They're always going to say, oh, well, you know, I'm a, uh, I'm a five. Awesome. Awesome, you're a five. And let me ask you, what would make it a 10? And with that question, they're telling you, what is it? Why are they not going to take action? Or why are they thinking of not taking action yet? What are the doubts that they're having, right? So you're not asking them straight up, hey, so you know what, what, what doubts are you having? Why are you not doing this yet? No, you can't ask that way. That's why you gotta ask, hey, in a scale of one to 10, one being I don't, you don't wanna do business with me, 10 being I'm ready to sign up right now. Where are you in that spectrum? I'm a seven. Why would make it a 10? Oh, well, you know the money. Awesome. If I can handle the money for you, if I can make the money be a no-brainer for you, would it be a 10? Oh, yeah. I mean, the money's that's it. That's it. That's it. If you can fix the money, I'm in. Then you know. But if they tell you, oh, I mean, yeah, I mean, no, it would be about an 8. Okay, so once I fix the money, what would make it a 10? You want to get everything. You're like, oh, maybe they have some doubts about how this something works. Maybe they didn't understand how... Uh, something goes. Maybe they're still having, you know, there's something else. You got to figure out, you want to get that information out. Right? And then at the end, you just want to close. So that's pretty much how this whole thing works. Okay? Number one, fix the marketing. Have a marketing machine that is robust. Oh my God, I don't even know how to say that word. Robust. Robust or robust. A strong, a strong marketing machine. And number two, a strong selling machine with a great script. You got to learn what to say, what not to say, and then you duplicate. How do you fix your duplication? 
Fix your marketing, fix your selling, and you'll fix your duplication right away. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. This is episode 40. Man, today is Friday. I hope you have a great rest of your day if you're watching live. I hope you have a great weekend. And I'm looking forward to seeing you next week for episode 41. We're getting close to the 50. Man, that's awesome. That's really exciting. Thank you so much once again. I'll see you next time. And most importantly, I'll see you at the top. Peace out. Thanks for joining us today on The Truth About Network Marketing. Make sure to visit our website, attractionmarketingonautomation.com, where you can get more information on how to build a massive duplicatable downline on automation. Don't forget to tune in tomorrow for our next episode. See you at the top.